Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com, and you can find the video on my YouTube channel, Wendy Live to 110. Today, we're interviewing Kelly Rufton. She's an EFT practitioner, and I had a session with her last week. Uh, I wanted to do one before we did the podcast, and I was really surprised um, that I was bawling like a baby. <laughs> During our session, I was not expecting that, <laughs> uh, but I was, uh, I got uh, a lot of results out of the session. And um, EFT is, I'm sorry, oh, God, what does EFT stand for? Emotional freedom techniques. Okay, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> There's a lot of acronyms out there. Yes, yes. I, I know what it means, but I'm just having some brain fog and I couldn't think of it. Thank you for saving me there. So we're going to be talking about EFT and you know how you do it and uh, how simple it can be and how incredibly effective it is at helping you to release emotional traumas and negative uh, energy, so to speak, that is draining your body, promoting adrenal fatigue and promoting disease in your body. Um, I think it's a, a wonderful technique and I wanted to share it today with the listeners. <laughs> uh, but first, we have to do the disclaimer. Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature, so please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment that we suggest today on the show. I'm really excited. I have my Body Bio Rehab online health program that is going to be launching April 1st. Go to bodybiorehab.com and sign up. You'll get information as soon as it launches. It's an online health program that addresses the five pillars of health, diet, supplementation, exercise, stress, and sleep. Of course, detoxification, of course, my favorite subject. So definitely sign up for that and learn more when it debuts April 1st. Our guest today is Kelly Rufton. Kelly Rufton is a life coach, a National Guild of Hypnotists certified hypnotists, and an Association for the Advancement of Meridian Energy Techniques certified level two EFT practitioner. She offers private coaching sessions in both English and French. She lives in Canada. And Kelly is especially passionate about sharing her knowledge of holistic healing techniques with the aim of arming others with tools to heal and grow. She has been facilitating personal growth workshops since 2007, and she also volunteers her time weekly at the West Island Cancer Wellness Center in Montreal to do EFT with cancer patients there. I'm sure that's a wonderful technique for them. It's so, amazing. So Kelly, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you came to be an EFT practitioner? Uh, sure. I've... Um when I was younger, I was one of these people who was really uh, outwardly happy and inwardly stressed out. <laughs> so um, I think I spent a lot of time uh, pretending I wasn't. And then when I finally faced up to it, I started looking for solutions. And I got to a point where I just said, I don't want any more relationships like this. I don't want any more stress in my life. I don't want to constantly be beating myself up which I was doing all the time. So I started looking around. I started with regular talk therapy and stuff like that, which, you know, was helpful. But uh, when I started being opened up to the more holistic types of things, then I really started getting results. And especially with EFT, it's uh, really changed my life. So, you know, I tried a bunch of different things. 
And what hooked me on EFT, what, well, what started me even looking down this road was that one of the, the things that we say, one of the claims is, you know, try it on everything and often works where nothing else will. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, sure, I'm open to that. <laughs> yeah. I've had so many other health practitioners uh, tell me to do EFT and that they recommend it to all of their clients. And uh, these are people very scientifically oriented uh, medical doctors and other kind of health practitioners um, that, you know, really uh, that stand by it and back it and tell their clients to do it. Um, and I, I, I'm going to start telling my clients to do it as well. Cause I, I think, uh, it's, it's really, really important to detox your body from, you know, all these hidden stressors, so to speak, that people carry around with them, traumas and people, they really hold it in their body and it, it can literally make them sick, you know, even give them cancer, like you're working with cancer patients. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit exactly about uh, what EFT is? Um, EFT, as we said, is is for emotional freedom techniques, and we often just call it tapping because what we do is we uh, tap with our the ends of our fingers on a few acupressure points on the head and upper body. Um, so it's it's very very commonly referred to as tapping, and um, it's by some mechanism. <laughs> I won't go into the details. Um, it releases those emotions in the body. Yeah. Very surprisingly, because you look a little crazy, but it really has an amazing effect. Oh, you can feel either physical stressors that release, or feel physical sensations in the body, or emotions that are that have come up. You can feel them go down. Like if you start off at a ten, you can go down easily to an eight, then a seven, then a six, and just keep going down until you feel released. Yeah, I was surprised when we were going through um, going through some, uh, you know some issues that I was having and I I was surprised at the level of depth that we went to and how you really tap into things that I I felt weren't really bothering me. And then we really dug a little bit deeper and I just started bawling (laughs) like the whole (laughs) session. Um, I was like crying for an hour and I felt really good afterwards after that, that release and release of emotion, freedom of emotion. And my question for you then would be, If you go back to the memory that we worked on without even telling me about it, just, just, if you think about it now, do you still feel the level of emotion that you felt when we were working on it? You know, I have to say, I don't think that I do. I don't think that I do. I'm sure it'll take a few more sessions to, you know. Yeah, there's other events. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a, you know, we, we work one event at a time, one specific issue it's not even an issue it really is a memory specific event at a time and as we clear them out amazing things happen so yeah i really have to say i i we were talking about my father maybe some issues i had with my father daddy issues and um i uh i i really i I do feel like this one you know painful memory for me reduced quite a bit you know as you kind of continue tapping you you know i like how you you talk about the the uh the memory and you kind of diffuse the emotions you have attached to it. It's really, it works in a very strange way. We see it like an onion. Like every single memory has a certain number of layers. We don't know how many layers there are in it. And sometimes the more traumatic it is, the more layers there are, but sometimes not. Surprisingly, there may be just a few and we can release them very quickly. But some of them go, you know, have many, many layers. And we just peel one layer off at a time. And and with you, as with it happens with some people, 
when you peel off the first layer, which is I call kind of the covering blanket layer, it's keeping you kind of safe from it. If you rip off that blanket layer by doing just one session, all of a sudden, poof, all the emotion comes to the top. And these are the, what I would call the rotten layers. So just keep tapping, <laughs> keep peeling yeah. those layers away until you get to something that feels more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I keep meaning to do it on my own because I know you can just do it on your own as well. When I'm doing my sauna, um, I'm going to, tonight when I do my sauna, my infrared sauna session, I'm going to do a little tapping on myself nice. and beat myself, my head up, my face up. <laughs> so... <laughs> So why don't we tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, why one does the affirmations while they're tapping? Um, yeah, we don't really call them affirmations okay. uh, because what EFT often does, especially classic EFT, there are other versions, I won't go into those, but classic EFT, which is what we mostly see on the internet, really concentrates on the problem, on what's going wrong. Uh, we do have what we call a setup, which is um, where we take the problem and we kind of encase it in the part that would be called the affirmation. I, I think maybe even Nick Ortner may call it the affirmation in his book, The Tapping Solution. But um, normally it's just called the setup phrase where we we choose specifically the words we're going to use to describe the problem. And the words always come from the client. And we're very specific. The more specific we are, the better it works. And at the very end of that phrase, there's always like a self-affirming, a self-acceptance part of the phrase. And the reason for that is to say that, yes, we have a problem, but but we are not only our problem. It's to give it a more holistic feeling. You know, it's it's a holistic technique. And so that's pretty much the reasons for using the, uh, the affirmation to say, yes, I have a problem, but I, I accept myself anyway. And there are other parts of me that are fine. Yeah. I really, really like that, that, uh, you kind of go, you know, like for instance, I had a very specific event, a specific interaction I had with my father that was painful for me. And so we kind of like talk that out while we're, we're tapping, kind of releasing it. And then you say, you know, I accept myself anyways. I success, accept myself even because I felt this way or experienced this. And it was really beautiful, so to speak. Um, and it's easy to change those words as well to just say, and very often we have the phrase, oh, I accept, I deeply and completely accept myself, but we can change that to anything that feels comfortable. I'm working on forgiving myself. I'm, or that's just what I feel right now. We can be as simple as that. That's just where I am right now. Yeah. And it's kind of saying, this is it. You or know? that was yesterday. I'm dealing with this now. That was then. Yesterday. This is now. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Too. I like that too. Yeah. Bring yourself into the present. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so why would you recommend that someone do EFT? It's like for the, the many different reasons that someone should do them, should do it. <laughs> Everyone should do it all the time. <laughs> and, and the reasons are multiple. Um, it's so wide ranging in what it can do in, in the difficulties that it can help with. Um, th- as again, as I said earlier, one of the slogans is try it on everything. And some people actually use it on their broken computers and their broken cars, but we won't go that far, but it's, it's really fast. So, uh, you can apply it within a few seconds to see if it's going to work. It's very easy. Uh, I'll show you the points later. There are nine points and a little bit of phrasing. It takes about a minute and a half to do. It's effective. Really. It's amazingly effective. So, and, and it can be applied to um, physical issues, like say you have a broken shoulder. Well, you can reduce the pain and your fear about it, and that, that will help you to heal faster because the more your body's immune system is strong and the less stress you have, the better, the better your body's going to heal. Um, if you're angry at your partner, you can tap on your anger 
and react to that person in a different way, allowing them then to react in a different way. Um, you can, you know, if you have test anxiety, performance anxiety, fear of public speaking, all of those, you can use it for that. <laughs> exactly. You know, before I came on today, I'm like, oh my God, I got interviewed. <laughs> You're tapping away. Tapping today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, and it, you know, now I'm feeling calm and relaxed as I'm talking to you. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, old memories, as we were saying, we can take an old memory and really clear out the emotions because it's the emotions from those memories that are causing us um, difficulties today. Once you remove the emotions, you can look at the memory as if it happened to someone else almost. Yeah. And that then you can react in a different way in your everyday life. And it's so powerful that, as I say, I can't think of a reason why people shouldn't do EFT. (laughs) Yeah. So what is that mechanism? Do you feel that, you know, harbored negative emotions are really draining uh, for people and could actually even promote adrenal fatigue, for instance, because it's a a hidden stressor? Absolutely. Uh, I believe that that the stress that we carry as a culture, (laughs) practically, affects everyone's bodies. It does affect our immune system. When we have the stress hormones going through our bodies, we're getting triggered multiple times a day. Our our bodies were not built to sustain that kind of stress. The stress hormones on a long term, short term, they're fine. They have their job to do and they're putting like certain things on hold so that you can run and get away. But when they're constant, because there's two systems in our body, there's the sympathetic and the parasympathetic and they can't work at the same time. So if your stress response is on, your immune system is not functioning. You can see the, the problem with that, right? So when this, um, when this is happening, it's not helpful. So if we use EFT to remove it, to, re- to reduce the stress, and that we have to use from, from you know, removing past events, not just today's stuff. Um, I will explain, though, I, for adrenal fatigue in particular, I have a client who's a... Uh, allowed me, she's given me permission to share some of her information on this call because she realizes that it affects a lot of people. She has uh, adrenal fatigue. She's dealing with that at the moment. And she was um, suggested by Morley Robbins. Morley Robbins suggested that she use EFT because he told her that using mineral mineral balancing protocols would only go so far. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's one thing to balance the body. It's very important. But if you don't remove the emotions that are causing these imbalances, then he told her that her um, healing would be thwarted. Yeah. And that I agree. I think people, they have to do physical things to aid their body supplements diet. But you do, you do need to do meditation or EFT or other kind of stress reductions techniques, so to speak, because uh, you have to do emotional detox as well. Exactly. So that's what we're doing with her. She, when he told her that she be, she should be using EFT, she came to me and before EFT, this is to, just to give you an idea of the impact that it can have. She was bed bound for about half the month. She had very little sleep. She remembers one good day last year. I think she told me, I'm she's probably exaggerating, but you know, that's how it feels to her. Um, and she has five days of PMS, uh, with terrible periods. So using EFT, we cleared old memories. We cleared traumas from her past. We cleared belief systems that she got from her family. We all have them. Belief systems that aren't serving us anymore, limiting us, limiting what we allow ourselves to experience in life. So we're working on all of those things. And we've had about 10 sessions and she's having more balanced moods. 
She's having many good days in a row now. She has much more energy and vitality. She has better sleep and much improved menstrual cycle. In fact, we were very, very surprised that we did one specific session on the menstrual cycle itself. And the next menstrual cycle, she was in my office on that on the day her period started telling me that she hadn't had for the five days of PMS that she usually has. Hmm. We were both like, Really? <laughs> That's <laughs> like, a miracle. You know, I was surprised at the results. I love EFT and I'm still yeah. like, wow, flabbergasted sometimes. Yeah. Now that was just one month. So I want to test it over a few more months, but uh, she, we were really impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I but was, she is also using meditation as you mentioned. Yeah. I was also um, surprised when we had our session, you were talking about, you know, that there are some instances where you want a professional present because you can start, especially if you've had sexual trauma or other, you know, very traumatic events happen to you that you can, uh, you know, you really, you need to be with someone who's trained. So you don't want to be by yourself, so to speak, when you're releasing certain events. Absolutely. Um, EFT is an amazing, um, uh, technique. However, it has the, because I said, I explained the, the onion. It sometimes when you peel back the onion, there's a rotten layer underneath or a few rotten layers. And it's really important when you know that you have trauma, if you don't know, well, you can't know until you find out. But if you're aware that you have unresolved emotional trauma, trauma that you haven't dealt with, trauma that, you know, from childhood usually, and sometimes we don't even know how to measure our own trauma. It's been so great. Um, but, you know, if you know, if you had an abusive childhood or things like that, it's really important to work with someone else. One of the reasons is simply for the person to hold the space for you, for the person to um, run the session because we can do amazing things with ourselves uh, just on our own. But when you uncover a trauma capsule, it's really important that someone be there for you. Just to know that you, it, it helps with trust for even for yourself, learning to trust other human beings. There's a lot of stuff we can do by ourselves. But when we get into that kind of thing, it's, it's much better. To, it's, it's really important to work with someone else. Yeah, I think it's good to confide in another person as well if you have issues like that. Um, if you're, because uh, you're, you know, you're a life coach, you almost serve as a therapist, <laughs> so to speak, when people are, are talking about all of their issues and whatnot. And when I feel something is above me, I definitely refer out. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and I make sure that people, any, any physical issues, they must go see a doctor first. You know, don't mess with your physical health. You like adrenal fatigue. Make sure that you're seeing your doctor. But at the same time and do EFT. Yeah. Yeah. It's know, a wonderful or some compliment. emotional. Yeah. I think it's a wonderful compliment to any kind of healing modality that you're trying to, uh, to use uh, mm-hmm. any kind of health issue that you're trying to accomplish. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, you know, I've had therapy for years. I had a, in the past, I went to a lot of talk therapy myself and it seems that it takes a long time with talk therapy to release traumas. Um, uh, so can you maybe discuss some of the differences, like how EFT can help you to release traumas and emotional blockages, et cetera? Absolutely. I'm, I'm not a therapist. I just want that to be clear. I really am a life coach. Um, so I don't have training in that. Um, However, doing, having done some talk therapy myself, been the recipient of, I, I find talk therapy is amazing for digging stuff up, for finding out what it is we need to work on, but not always 100% able to clear. In fact, one of my own therapists is the one first person who sent me out to get massage, to do EFT, to do other things, because she said, you know, we don't like to admit it, but 
we can't always resolve everything. It, it doesn't have all the answers. So, you know, again, adding, adding these different things too, uh, is great. So th- the reason for trauma, I think from what I've read, and again, I'm not a scientist or anything like that, but I've been reading quite a few books on it. Cause I'm fascinated by the fact that EFT does work where my own talk therapy did not, it really did remove those things. So I'm trying to figure out why. And I've been reading a couple of books. One one thing that I heard about trauma that might explain things is that when we have a traumatic event, uh, say it's like, I always think of it as kind of a piece of paper that comes in, like, you know, here's this report of what happened. The first part of our brain to react is the limbic system. It's the inside lizard brain that's, just acting, reacting. It's the amygdala and the hippocampus. They're on. And they, they check before any of your cognitive functions can come online, they're on the job. Because that's their jo- That's what they're there for, to make sure we stay safe. So as we live through an event, and a traumatic event is different from a regular event. A regular event comes in, it's a piece of paper, it comes in, it gets a little, oh, this event happened, okay, bing, gets a little timestamp. <laughs> and then it, then you can file it away. You know, even if there's some emotion to it, it's okay. You can kind of process it and then file it away. With traumatic events, what happens is the paper comes in and then it's like the clerk, the clerk ran screening, running screaming from the room. So, or he's can't even, he's not even in the room. He can't be in the room. So the hippocampus goes offline and there's no date and time stamp on that piece of paper. So you can never file it away because you don't know where it goes. Your brain is constantly running it in the background. Yeah. N- not your conscious mind, but your subconscious. So he's looking for where I can file this away, looking for a way to file it. And it can't. So it starts getting, um, like, I feel like it has like a paper clip on it. And okay, on, on this piece of paper, there was a growling dog and there was a woman wearing a red outfit. And so next time I see either a growling dog or a woman wearing a red outfit, oh, my little paper clip is hooking onto that piece because it has a t- date timestamp. Anyway, it's a little confusing, but it's, um, you, you can't file it away. And the reason you can't file it away is because we don't have language. We need our bodies. We need to go through our bodies to reintegrate this information. Um, I'm reading this book called uh, The Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. I've sent you the information if you want to share it with your, your, uh, read, your uh, listeners. And it's an amazing book. Uh, it talks all about trauma. And the very last section is how to help yourself and for clinicians to help people to help themselves integrate traumatic events and a lot of it is different body things like there's there's yoga he talks about yoga he talks about emdr he does talk in his book about eft and so but he doesn't have a chapter for it but he does mention it throughout the book and um it's it's mostly we have to tame the body sensations before we can integrate, before we can find language, because the language part of our brains go offline when we have a traumatic event. He shows in brain scans in his book that when the person is in touch with, and this is not during the trauma, this is talking about the trauma later or reflecting on the trauma later, the brain, the part of the brain with language has gone offline. It's, there's no activity. And so if you can't talk about something which is we're trying to use in talk therapy, we're trying to use the talking part to integrate, but sometimes we don't have the words for the traumatic event because it's so traumatic. So that's why it's like um, a child having a tantrum. You're trying to reason with it. It's not, it can't even hear you. Yeah, yeah. 
So I think that's what's happening. And so we use EFT. I think part of what works in EFT is the whole somatic part, the part that we're touching the body. We're drawing the attention of the brain from the trauma to the body, back and forth. They call it pendulating, pendulation. And I think that that might be part. I, you know, again, I'm not a scientist, but this is what is seems kind of logical to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's logical to me too. I, I think that, um, like for me, trauma, th- I mean, uh, talk therapy, uh, worked, uh, worked in many respects. Um, but I, I felt like there were just, there was another frontier. There was just something missing where it didn't quite get the results that I was looking for. And this is many, a decade ago that I was going. Um, but for me, um, I, I just felt EFT really had, uh, a lot of the answers that I was looking for to bring a, a release, so to speak, to like expel these emotions forever. Exactly. You know. And again, I, I, there are different reasons f- that that are put forth for why that works. I, we, I don't know that we can really explain why it works, but it does work. What we can prove is that we are sending calming signals to the amygdala when we tap on the points. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what the the amygdala needs to be able to then file that piece of paper away and okay. say, okay, it's in the past now. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that aspect. I like of like the aspect of, you know, releasing the emotions from a memory so that you can almost uh, see it as it's happening to somebody else where you're, you're thinking about that memory and it no longer holds that, that hold on you. It no longer has those emotions or sadness or whatever emotions you, you have when you think of that memory, it, it no longer holds the power over you mm-hmm. and it's released. Like I, yeah. I just, I really enjoyed my session with you. Um, so, uh, can you demo a few EFT techniques and show people how easy it is? I think the problem with EFT is it's so deceptively simple that people can easily dismiss it or, or whatnot. Cause I've known about EFT for a long time. Um, my first read about it on Mert Cola's site, but I, I was like, this is just, it's too simple. Like it's just, you know, what is this going to do? You know, really, and, <laughs> but it works. So why don't you, um, uh, just give us a little demo of what people could try at home. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So again, I'm just going to say, if you know that you have trauma, please don't tap along with us. Um, and don't go to the summits <laughs> because there's a lot of EFT summits out there in English, French, and all the languages. And they're amazing for people who don't have trauma, but I have had a client that called me after participating in the summit and it really, it took the, it ripped the bandaid off her wound. And so then I had to deal with her on the phone because she, you know, it's the middle of the day and I don't have a a spot. So, you know, you have to be careful with it. It's, it's an amazing technique and we can do a lot alone, but major trauma, please take care of yourself is really what I'm saying. Okay. Um, so here we go. I'm just going to start by showing you the points. Uh, it's called the basic recipe. And then we'll we'll uh, do a round on stress or overwhelm or something like that because everybody has that. And okay? listeners, if you're just listening to that, the podcast on iTunes or what have you, if you want to look at the point, see the points in action, um, just go to the YouTube channel Wendy Live to One Ten or on Live to One Ten dot com the corresponding podcast post. You can watch the video there as well. Okay, and you can also I can send you a um, a link to uh, I have a tapping sheet. Mm-hmm. where people can just take the sheet with them and so they can go to my website, innershining.com and, and pick that up as well. Yeah, I'll put that as a download on the, the podcast Great. post. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. 
Okay. And I will describe the points. So hopefully even people who are just listening will be able to figure out where they are. So we start with what's called the karate chop point. Um, it's on this. I'm going to just describe the points first and we'll go to the words after. Okay. So the first point is on the side of the hand. It's in the fleshy part where you would give a karate chop, right? <laughs> I know that we give those all the time, but, <laughs> and we pretty much use just, you, you tap generally with um, your dominant hand. So your right or your left um, on the other side of your body. But I often use um, both sides of the body for the face points. So the starting point again is the is the karate chop point. You just tap with all say all four fingers of your 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 dominant hand on the other side of your of your hand uh, on the other hand. Sorry, and then we move to the top of the head, which is pretty much the crown chakra if you know where that is. And then the point after that is the eyebrow. It's the beginning of the eyebrow. So it's, you know, where the fur starts, right, you know, to, to, bit to the left or the right of your nose. And again, it doesn't matter which side of the face you tap on. You can tap on both sides. I often will just split my two fingers and tap on the beginning of both of my eyebrows. And then the next point is the side of the eye. It's, it's not on the temple. It's not too close to the eye. It's pretty much on the bone. And then the next point is under the eye and it's, it's on the bone again, not too close to the eye, not too far down the cheek. And are we tapping on meridians? We are. It's the end points of meridians. I do not know which ones. Don't ask me. (laughs) I wasn't going to, don't worry. (laughs) Because I'm one of those people who doesn't actually need the explanation when I see something works. Yeah. yeah. So, so So I don't know certain things. Under the nose is the next point. And it's really in that little indentation there above the lip. Okay. And we use generally about two fingers. We tap just as long as it takes to say the words that we're going to choose. Okay. And then the next point is the chin point. And it's not actually on the chin. It's in the little indentation there as well underneath the, uh, underneath the bottom lip. And then the next one is called the collarbone point. I don't know if you can see me well enough. It's not the collarbone. It's below the collarbone. The way to find it is to find the little indentation under your, in your neck, go down about an, a couple of, like an inch or so, and then an inch to either side. Again, I'm tapping on both sides, but that's not necessary. Okay. I like to tap on both sides because I believe that it, you know, I know it makes, it stimulates both sides of the brain. If I'm tapping on this side, it's stimulating this side. If I'm tapping on this side, it's st- stimulating this side. But if I'm driving my car, <laughs> I use one hand. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be tapping in the car anyway, but you know, if you're stopped at a light, (laughs) that should be illegal. (laughs) It should be. It's like phones, you know? Yeah. Okay. Then the next, the very last one that we're going to use is the one under the arm. So if you put your hand in flat under your arm and you put your right under the bottom of your fingers there, that's the point there. It's for the women, it's in the bra strap. And for men, it's, you know, it's just about four fingers down. So you just tap using again, the flat of your, your hand, your fingers on that space. And again, some people do it this way. You know, it's, it's very, very flexible. You can whack the top of your head. You can do it like this. You can do anything you want. This one, you can tap it like this, either with both hands, two hands like this. You can tap it, you know, flat like this or like okay. whatever way is comfortable to you. And there's not supposed to be any pain involved. Okay. So if something is uncomfortable to you, just skip that point or, whatever's not, is not working. It's, it's very flexible and, and all the points are not necessarily 
required at every moment. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's the tapping points. Next, we're going to add the words. So I'm going to use stress because it's simple and most people have it. But I'm going to start first by asking everyone to just take a few seconds to tune into their stress, to think of, you know, not necessarily a specific event, but if if you can, that would be even better. But if it's just general stress, where do you feel it in your body? If it had a color, what color would it be? And what level from zero being no stress whatsoever to 10 being the highest stress possible? Where are you on that scale? You know, so just think about that and note it, you know, in your brain so that once we do it, once we do the round, you'll be able to see what kind of effect it had on you. And again, if we're doing something super global here and EFT works best when we're being specific. So we'd be aiming it normally at a specific stressor. Um, my spouse yelled at me this morning or my, um, my boss, uh, looked, you know, made a face at me or some, whatever's bothering you, or I have financial stress. I looked at my bank account and it's terrifying me, something like that. But we're going to keep it real global because we're going to cover everybody. Okay. So we're going to tap on the side of the hand and I'm going to use the words, repeat after me, (laughs) even though, even though I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling stressed. And I feel it in my body. And I feel it in my body between my shoulder blades. And it's whatever color you said it was going to be. And I deeply and completely accept myself. And I deeply and completely accept myself. Top of the head. This stress in my body. This stress in my body. Eyebrow point. This stress in my body. This stress in my body. Side of the eye. Name the color. That's red. This red stress under the eye. This stress in my shoulder blades. Is that where you said you had yours? Yeah, this stress in my shoulder blades. Under the nose. And what level was it? At a seven. This level seven stress. This level seven stress. Chin point. This stress. This stress. Collarbone. This stress. This stress. Under the arm, this stress in my body. This stress in my body. And then take a deep breath. And then you go through and you, you check the, the stress level. Does it still feel like it's a seven? It feels a little bit less. Okay. The color, has the color changed? Does it still feel like it's red? Hmm. No, I can't really say. Okay. That, for me, that's a shift. Okay. That that means that if something if you can't see it as red anymore, yeah. then probably something has shifted. Okay. Um, and in your body, your shoulder blades, do you notice a difference? Yeah, it feels a little bit less. It might be because okay. I'm just sitting up in my chair. It <laughs> uncomfortably. Could be. It could be. It's <laughs> like I said in my session, my shoulders are always bothering me. <laughs> right. So, yes. When we have a go-to spot in our bodies, yeah, yeah it's, it's that's where a lot of people hold, especially the adrenal fatigue. They really hold their uh, their stress and their and their between their shoulder blades. Right. That makes a lot of sense. You know, we we all we all have our places. Me, it's my neck as well. It's like my neck and shoulders. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when they're tight, I know I need to do a couple of rounds. <laughs> it helps me to bring it down. 
So do you want to do one more round just to, so people can get another, you know, an idea? Sure. Why so not? I, w- I would a have everyone construction going on. So I hope there's not a bunch of noise while we're okay. doing our tapping. All right. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Just keep tapping whether you can hear or not. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to have everybody um, reassess for themselves where they are, what level of intensity, if the color has changed, if they can get, um, they can also give it a shape if they, if they want, if they see a shape for it. Otherwise it's no big deal. And again, where it is in the body. And if, you know, if the shift has, has changed the, what they feel in their body. Yeah. Okay. So if it's not a seven, you think it's a little bit less like a a six. Okay. So let's just tap on the credit chat point again. So even though, even though I have this level six stress, I have this level six stress in my shoulder blades and my shoulder blades. And I have no idea what color it is. And I have no idea what color it is. I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply and completely accept myself. We're going to the top of the head point. We just tap slightly. We say, this stress. This stress. Eyebrow point. This stress in my shoulder blades. This stress in my shoulder blades. Side of the eye. This level six stress. This level six stress. Under the eye. This stress in my shoulder blades. This stress in my shoulder blades. Under the nose. This stress in my shoulder blades. This stress in my shoulder blades. Chin point. I have no idea what color it is. I have no idea what color it is. Collarbone. This stress in my shoulder blades. This stress in my shoulder blades. Under the arm. It's okay to let it go. It's okay to let it go. And take a deep breath. And I would also suggest that people take a, a little sip of water. Water's good when we're doing EFT as well. Because we're working on the electrical system of the body. So, how does that feel? Feels really good. Yeah? Yeah. Zero to ten? I think it's maybe about a four now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel... I don't know, I just something about you is very relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is, but... (laughs) <laughs> it's not me. It's EFT. <laughs> Luckily, I did not start bawling. <laughs> like I did in our session. <laughs> yeah. Totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> Is everyone crying? No. no, but the emotions do come up. And some yeah. people are much more, um, they're more resistant to releasing it as well. I, I'm going to say I like it when people cry because it means it's coming up and then we're able to release it right away. When we're holding on to it, when we're resisting, it's more difficult. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but usually the, the resistance is from, it's a safety mechanism. So we have to, you know, we have to appreciate that and we have to honor the body for doing that yeah. or the mind or whatever part is doing it. So, you know, it just takes a little bit longer. As soon as, it, when it comes up to the surface, finally, then we're getting somewhere. Then we can just remove it, right? Yeah, well, I just slid right in there. I just started like, in five minutes of bawling. I've had so much talk therapy in the past because I used to work on myself, uh, you know, mentally a lot. Now it's, I'm more into the physical part, but, um, uh, but now getting back into the mental stuff. Um, but, uh, I'd had so They much- go hand in hand. It's, it's true. You need to have both. Yeah, you do. You do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I did so much talk therapy in the past and I was just, you know, ready to cry the minute I start talking about a problem <laughs> or something. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm very conditioned. Cry easily in front of people. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So uh, this is a really important question. Um, can EFT help with food cravings? 
<laughs> it's absolutely the most important. That's what people I think really want to know. Yes. <laughs> it it absolutely can if if you actually apply it in that moment. Uh, now, how many times? I mean, we have other things that we can do. I'm sure you've learned other things over all the time. They've been working on yourself, but how often do you actually apply them, right? But we can. They absolutely can. If you actually stop yourself, you notice you're going reaching for that uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream or the uh, the cookie or whatever it is that's your you know particular you know the chips the chips <laughs> exactly. You just notice what you're feeling that craving itself. Maybe you can feel where it is in your body, and you just start tapping on. Even though I have this craving, however, again a bit of a caveat. When we work just on the cravings. It, it's it's kind of like only doing the body instead of the mind or only doing the mind instead of the body. You're only dealing with half the problem. The craving is in the moment, but what's causing the craving to begin with? It's really probably not your body. Most likely it's your subconscious mind, which has a program running that's trying to keep you safe from a, an emotion that you're not you know, looking to feel. There's something you're trying to avoid. So with EFT, we always treat cravings of any kind, be it for food, for drugs, for alcohol, for shopping, sex, whatever. It's always treated on two levels. On the craving level, that's a great place to start because in the moment you can stop yourself from doing what you don't want to do, what you feel is not good for you. And But the most important part is getting the underlying emotion and what's causing those emotions, what memories are causing those emotions, what beliefs about yourself are causing those emotions, and working on that underlying stuff and once you've removed the underlying emotion that's disturbing to you, then the craving doesn't come up anymore because it has no reason to exist, right? When you've, when you've cleared the, the negative emotions that are kind of driving you to, to face stuff or do whatever you do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so is there anything else that you wanted to tell the listeners about EFT? Um, I just think it's, it should be the go-to mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it, it's so amazing. Um, you know, you don't, what I find about EFT from my own experience of EFT was when I started using it, I had a mountain of stuff to work on. You know, I had, I'd done some talk therapy. I'd done massage. I'd done a bunch of different things to help myself but I still had this, you know, what it was at 40 some odd years of painful experiences that hadn't really been dealt with or had only lightly been dealt with. Most of it had just been shoved aside and I've learned to cope or deal with, or when I found, you know, when I would remember it, I would push it aside. So I started tapping on this mountain of stuff. And as I tapped, I realized that EFT was kind of the opposite of a drug. With drugs, you need to take them more and more. The more you use, the more you need because you have a tolerance. EFT is the opposite because it removes the junk. It brings the mountain down to something reasonable. So once you've dealt with your biggest issues and you've gotten rid of, of the, the major reactions to those issues, to those memories, to those actions and reactions of people around you, once you've released that, then you, you still get triggered. Life is like that. It brings us stuff. Whereas before I was getting, you know, I could have done 20 times a day every day. Now it's a couple times a week that I'll find, oh, feeling upset about that. I think I'll tap on it. And it's not, oh my God, I'm feeling upset yeah. about that. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's, there's levels of emotion that, 
that I don't react. I don't just don't get that high anymore. I just don't get that to that level of intensity of on any emotion anymore. Negative emotion, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I think that alone is, is reason to do it, you know, it's because it, it, it does, it reduces all those cravings that we have for other things. And the more we apply it, the more, um, uh, it made me more present it more of a, a present moment person. I used to be very hamster in the head and what if, and, and uh, that person said this, like in the past, remembering what people said about me or, or thinking the the look they gave me, what did that mean? And now I'm just in the moment. What's my interaction with this person? What is happening with them? It's, it's a very, it really grounded me as a human being, I think. And, um, I, you know, I can't say much more than that. Yeah. And I think it's really incredibly important for people to get control of that monkey mind, so to speak, is what you do in yoga and meditation, EFT, et cetera. You got, you got to like reel that in because that constant negative chatter inside your head, it's so draining. And I think people create stressors. It's not even there. People are creating it in their head. Uh, by that constant negative talk, what if, what if this happens, what if that happens, this happened in the past, or that person looked at me weird, where they, did they don't like me, or all this stuff going on, you have, you have to find a way to get rid of that garbage, because it's just pulling you down, and it's making you sick, it really is. I think it's Byron Katie who says something like, if you don't have a past, you can't project a future, you know, so if you clear up all the emotions from your past, then they just like, they're like pictures on the wall and they, they no longer affect you that way. So you cannot project that someone's going to be mean to you. If you no longer remember that someone was mean to you in the past, yeah. you're open to positive things coming into your life that you weren't before. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was a secretary before I did this stuff. It's just, it, it had such an effect on me. It changed my life in so many ways that I had to teach it. And yeah. I had to, 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 to work with people and, and show them how amazing it can be. Yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I think that was really, really informative and I definitely highly recommend uh, Kelly to, to, you know, employ her professionally, uh, to walk you through EFT and to, you know, teach you more about it. I, I was very impressed and I'm going to continue to do sessions with her. So I definitely encourage, you know, any of you guys out there that are kind of feel like, uh, you have a little bit more work to do emotionally, or you feel like you have some emotional trauma or, any kind of mental health issues that you uh, feel like you need to work on, I highly recommend her. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And it's been fun. You're very welcome. You're not off the hook yet. So <laughs> I have one question that I like okay. to ask all of my guests. Uh, what do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? I would say, um, what do you, I guess negative stress because, or, you know, you can also call it anxiety because really what is negative stress, but but it's, it's, it's a fear of X, Y, Z happening. Right. And, and because that has such an effect on the body uh, and when the stress response is going over and over and over and over again, that it's, it is, um, impeding our immune system from doing its job. That's what's causing so many of the illnesses, or it's at least an underlying, it's, it's an element of, you know, there are other things, obviously there's all kinds of pollution and stuff like that. But for me, the, I really believe the body is super, super resilient. And, but if our emotions are stopping the immune system from doing its job, then you can't, you can't fight off anything. Yeah. 
right? So to me, it is it is the negative stress, the anxiety, the traumas, the, the unresolved traumas, because our society is so, so, so bad at looking inside. We're so outside and worldview and, and don't I have a nice car and a nice house? And so we really don't value self-reflection and self-healing. Yeah, I, I agree. I think people spend a lot of time, it's a lot of time and energy covering up uh, their stressors or they're trying to put a bandaid on their emotions, whether they're drinking or they're smoking marijuana or they're mm-hmm. drinking coffee all day long. They're trying to change their state, change the way that they feel um, just to, to try to run from the emotions. There's no running. You can't hide from yourself. I know people that travel nonstop. They're always looking for the next adventure or whatever it is they're doing. You can never escape yourself. You have to deal with yourself. And I think EFT is a great way to do that. And the problem too, with that, um, that not, I understand why people don't look inside because until recently, I would say, as we were saying about uh, talk therapy, it doesn't always have the solution. So you go digging stuff up and then you're stuck with it. So now it's not, it's like, as you said, it comes to the surface. So there you are bawling and you don't necessarily have the, the, the way to remove it. But now with EFT and EFT is not the only one. I love EFT. It's my personal favorite, but there are many others. So do your research. There's lots and lots of healing modalities that can help you. That there's so many things that can release emotion that are not, but they're not inside the box. You have, you might have to look outside the box Yeah, because we're looking for the instant too, right? We want the pill. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to work at it. I want to, I don't want to have to take any time about it. I want it to be over in five seconds. So I want to take a pill and it'll be done, but that's not real healing in my opinion. And I think EFT is really efficient as well. I think it can very quickly get rid of emotions um, in a way that, I mean, years and years of talk therapy can't compare. And there, mm-hmm. there is a, uh, a place for that, for sure. Talk therapy, absolutely. All of it. Uh, but I think EFT is extremely efficient. I mean, it gets mm-hmm. the job done. Yeah. <laughs> we like that. We like that. <laughs> yes. I'm very impatient. So yeah. that's what I love about EFT. It's like, Tap, 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 and it's done. Well, <laughs> it should you, be the go-to. Yeah. Well, why don't you th- tell the listeners a little bit, uh, um, you know, where they can find you and how they can work with you. My website is innershining.com, I-N-N-E-R-S-H-I-N-I-N-G.com. Very simply, um, go through my website. All my contact information is there. You can call me. You can email. You can, there's even a form on the website. Um, I, I like to work with pretty much everybody, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, you can work through Skype because, you know, as you can see, the points are very simple. Any, if I can hear you, we can do a session, you know, it's as simple as that. I, I, Skype is great. So no matter where you live in the world, you have access to me. Yeah. Love the internet, bringing everybody together. It's fantastic. Heal. Absolutely. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, Kelly, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And listeners, if you want to learn all about detoxification and how to eat really healthy, the modern paleo diet, and how to heal your health conditions naturally, go to liveto110.com. And thank you so much for listening. So appreciate it if you take two minutes to leave me a review on iTunes. So that helps people to find me when they're searching for health or nutrition or what have you. And again, thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.